0: Changes are coming to the 2015 sage-grouse management plans. The amendments are giving some businesses hope, but others are worried it could unravel a decade of negotiation and compromise. For Inside Energy, Wyoming Public Radio's Cooper McKim reports. On an overcast day, an old golden retriever named Ruby walks around the edge of a warehouse in Casper. The large room is filled with tall stacks of boxes filled with rock, some of which have traces of gold. Tim Brown walks over to it and Ruby is chasing after him.
1: This is from a project site in the Rattlesnake
0: Hills. Brown is vice president of exploration for GFG Resources, a junior gold exploration company. The Rattlesnake Hills is a unique geologic area located near the center of Wyoming. That's their project site. Brown says his company is looking to expand the underground zones where traces of gold have already been found. But certain times of year, the company isn't able to work out there at all. That probably
1: 90 or 95 percent of that is limited by, by the sage-grouse restrictions. What that means is we can't do any mechanized activity out there from March 15th to June 30th.
0: That's mating season for this species. Brown and others at GFG Resources were happy to see the Department of Interior announce upcoming changes to the 2015 sage management plans. The federal agency began that process last month, saying they would look at amending some or all of the land use plans. Brown knows what he would want with an amendment, the part that would be nice to see
1: change is if that window were expanded. We want to get as much done in the summertime as we can. And if we could have some relief there, well, that would be a big help.
0: But what helps him won't necessarily be helpful for the struggling sage Once numbered in the millions, the rangeland birds' populations have dropped to below 500,000. The 2015 sage management plans were seen by many as a huge accomplishment for collaboration and compromise, while maintaining state power. It was a way to keep sage from being listed as endangered. Interior Department Secretary Ryan Zinke says he hopes to improve the plan and place a higher priority on economic growth over conservation. This falls in line with a directive issued by President Trump last March, formally prioritizing energy development. Since then, conservation groups across the country have denounced the Secretary's actions as undermining years of collaboration. Those groups include the Sierra Club, Center for Biological Diversity, the Audubon Society, among others. But it's not just environmentalists who are resisting these changes. Governor Matt Mead and Colorado Governor John Hickenlooper have repeatedly said wholesale changes would threaten the integrity of the plans. One industry happy to see the plan reopening is oil and gas. Under current plans, drilling is restricted in priority areas for sage and limited in others. Diamond Oil and Gas's Deemer true, worked for years to get management where it is today, as a member of Wyoming's sage implementation team. But even after those years of work, he's glad to see changes. He says there's too many inconsistencies between state and federal rules, and that slowed down companies' drilling activities.
1: If they can bring the regional management plans into conformity with the Wyoming state executive order, that will bring certainty to the industry, and that would be very
0: helpful. Drew says that's important because a strong energy industry helps pay the state's taxes. Still, he would not be interested in a plan overhaul. Executive Vice President of the Wyoming Stock Growers Association, Jim McGagna, is another who wants to see some amendments made.
1: We welcome very much the opportunity to look at some changes.
0: That's an advocacy group for the livestock industry. McGagnus says, left as is, the plans have a high potential to destabilize the ranching industry. He points to the permitting process. That soon, sagegrass considerations will hold too much weight over a rancher's ability to permit on public lands.
1: And grazing, like all uses of our public lands, needs to be based on a, on a balance and looking at a wide variety of factors, not
0: strictly on the needs of one individual species. McGagney says, like Drew, he doesn't want to see the DOI throw out the plans, either. We think that they they have a role that they can play if they're properly structured, but they simply went overboard. Many seem to agree an overhaul of the sagegrass management plans would not benefit anyone. But some also see risk in making any changes at all. Tom Christensen is a sagegrass program coordinator for the Wyoming Game and Fish Department.
1: The idea of, of reopening it, it's somewhat akin to uh, ripping a band-aid off of off of a, a wound and uh potential
0: there is <laughs> is for an infection. Christensen has been involved in sagegrass management since the beginning back in 2000 when he first started the bird was close to extinction and he's seen the efforts working and sagegrass start to come back. In the end Christensen just hopes any amendments won't remove the fangs from the plants because they have helped the bird.
1: If the door gets completely opened to uh, wholesale development on the scale that has been shown by science not to be uh, sustainable uh, for sage grouse, well, that's that's not going to be a good thing and could potentially down the road lead to a listing which is not uh,
0: in anyone's best interest. There's a public comment period open until November 27th. With no concrete changes yet announced, the Interior Department added they're open to large, small, or no changes to the Sagegrass plans. For Inside Energy, I'm Cooper McKim. If you want to learn more about Sagegrass or the energy industry, check us out at insideenergy.org.